Hey, welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I am your host for today, and today we actually get to be joined by the infamous, I mean the famous, the exciting, the honorable Mark Daniels, campus pastor of the Mill Plain campus of Manor House, and uh, one of the founding members of the Growing Faith Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in to this uh, interview with him as we talk about uh, ways we want to process this pandemic time frame so that we don't miss the work of God in our hearts as he would like to accomplish during this season. So go ahead and listen in, and I know you will be blessed. All right, Mark, well, glad you're here today. Um, you know, I guess it's been a few episodes since you have joined us. So uh, just to make sure that everybody knows who you are, why don't you just take a moment uh, first and foremost just to introduce yourself. And then why don't you go ahead and just give a quick overview of where we're going today and why why it's important to us today. Well, thanks, Rick. It is a ton of fun to be back with you on the Growing Faith podcast. I, by the way, um, before I talk any more about myself, I want to give you some kudos. Um, I've listened to a lot of the podcasts since the last time I was on, and you are doing a really good job, and I'm really proud of you. Um, thank you for taking this little idea that we had and making it something that is now um, a weekly offering and definitely worth the listen. I'm really proud of you. So thank you. Um, especially liked um, the one from a couple of weeks ago, the four kind of thoughts you had from our quarantine. Um, and what we're actually going to talk about today is not necessarily an extension of that, but it would be along the same lines. Um, really what I, what I want to jump into and talk about is, is maybe how to posture ourselves and our heart in um, a situation like this. So, uh, so again, my name is Mark Daniels. I am the campus pastor at Mill Plain. And um, I've been at Mill Plain since 2011, but I've been the campus pastor since September of last year. Um, and it's my honor and privilege to lead that team and to, uh, to just serve that campus. Um, and I, I'm just really excited to be with you today. So thanks for the opportunity to come in and chat with you. Absolutely, man. Super good. Super, super good to have you back in. Always a ton of fun. And uh, hey, thanks for, thanks for the kudos. I'll take those. And um, it's just been uh, fun to try to put these things together every week with just the goal of being um, helpful, you know, just to provide tools for people doing uh, real life ministry. And so uh, it's something that I just super enjoy being a part of. And so anytime you and I can do it together, that's great. And this is the first time we've actually done it remotely. So uh, multiple states involved. Hello. Um, watch out, guys. Watch out. So um, what are we talking about today? And uh, let's just let's jump right in for the audience so we can, uh, man, just start uh, providing them with some great resource today. Yeah, I, I recognize and, and I think everybody would that we are in a very unusual season. I don't know that any of us have experienced something like this. Um, and in it's in seasons like this that I think our first question should be, Lord, what are you trying to do? 
And some people would be asking that question in like large scale. Lord, what are you doing on the earth? What are you doing with your kingdom? And those are, those are fine questions to ask. Um, but I'm not qualified to try to answer that. What, what I can answer and what I would um, want to spend our time on today is, is thinking about what God would want to do in our own hearts. What, what does he want to do with our lives in, in a situation like this that is unprecedented for us? It is something that is new and very different from what we've been doing. What would God's goal be um, to, to help us grow, to become more like him? What, what, would, his, what would his heart for us be? And, uh, and so I, I've been asking myself that question all along. And I, I certainly have thoughts and, and answers for what he is trying to do in my own life. But I, I've actually kind of thought through some principles or some ways to kind of think through how to answer that for yourself. Because obviously what God's doing in my heart is going to be different from what God is doing in yours. Um, and, and so I tried to put a framework together to help us just think through um, what he's trying to say. and. Uh, and so I, the, the first thing, I think, is to just recognize how strange things are. Um, and you, I think everybody falls in one of two possible camps right now. Either, either you are absolutely crazy busy. You're in healthcare. You're a first responder. Um, you, you do some sort of other frontline work where you're in a grocery store. You're working more hours than ever. Um, you're separated from your family, and you're actually quite afraid that uh, COVID-19 is going to affect you or those nearest to you. So that's one camp. It's, it's the incredibly busy, this has really consumed your life. And then there's honestly, for, for most of the rest of us, the other end of the spectrum, which is an incredible amount of downtime, an extreme slowing of life. Uh, which again, this is a little bit what you talked about in that episode, um, Rick. You, you talked about just how it is slowing down, which of course, that's a good thing. We, we do go too fast as a culture. Um, but but that slowness has to be redeemed. And and I, I wonder if, if we should take a framework for how to approach God and how to allow him to speak to us, no matter which camp we are in. Um, and, and I started to think through what that framework might look like for the person who is incredibly busy, for the first responder and the healthcare worker and those that are working crazy hours. And, and I'm hearing stories, by the way, of uh, people in that place who are separated from their families right now in order to keep their family healthy. So some are sleeping in the garage, some are staying at other people's houses. Um, because they have someone at home that would be, um, you know, compromised and, and they need to do that. Um, and so they're not only working crazy hours, but their life has changed dramatically. And I think the framework in that season is God, I need your grace. God, I need your mercy. God, I need your strength. Help me to get through today. In my weakness, your, um, your strength is made perfect. And, you know, it's that line of thinking, I am utterly and totally reliant on you. And I think it's a journey of learning to rest in his work on our behalf. It's a unique journey. 
um, but it's a simple journey. It's just a full surrender that says, I need you like never before. And if I don't do this in your strength, I'm not going to make it. Um, and I think that the framework becomes simple. I'm going to bow my knee. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe that you are leading me well, and you're going to use me in this place. I'm super busy for a reason, and you brought this into my world, and I'm going to follow through. I'm going to, I'm going to show up, and when I show up, I'm planning for the Holy Spirit to flow through me. I think that that would be the framework for the person who is super busy. But what would the framework look like for somebody um, whose life has slowed down so much? What, what, is that, what does that look like? How do we approach the Lord then from that perspective? And that's what I want to spend the rest of the time on. Um, not to minimize, of course, the first, because I, I, I can't say enough about those frontline workers, what they're doing, the service they provide to our community. It's unbelievable. And my, my hat is off to you. Not only that, my knees are bent in prayer for you constantly. Uh, even as a church, we're praying every day, 7.14 a.m. and p.m., the Unite 7.14 prayer. You can find it on the Mana House Church page of Facebook. Um, and you can join us for that. I lead those sometimes. And um, we're praying for the frontline workers. We are on your side and we are in your corner. We are for you. And I don't want to minimize what you're doing. But I do think your framework for what God might be doing in your heart right now is a little simpler than the others. The, the rest of us have slowed way down and life looks so very different than it did. And I, I am convinced, Rick, that God wants to speak to us in this season. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I completely agree with you. It's kind of my, my fear. I don't know that fear is the right word. My concern, you know, would be that we would come through such an extraordinary time in uh, our nation's history, you know, kind of in the world as far as our lifetime is concerned. And and we would actually just go right back to what we've always known, what we've always done uh, kind of a thing and not learn lessons and not bring new things into, you know, quote unquote, new normal, whatever that means, whatever that looks like. And so um, I'm all about taking these moments to reflect and think through and process. And, and, uh, and I love the idea of giving people kind of a framework to do that with because um, I think unless we, you know, set some time aside to really be intentional, like you said, to redeem this season, um, we could really miss something significant and, uh, and kind of miss a little bit of what God wants to shift and change in our own hearts. And that's exactly why uh, I reached out to you and said, hey, I, I want to hop back in and host a podcast episode with you because I, I agree. Um, I don't want to miss what the Lord wants to do in me through this. And, and I, and I think that thought can be extended to anyone listening. I would hate for, for you to miss out on what God has for you. And I don't, I don't say that in fear, like, Ooh, I, I, I just might miss it. No, I think, I think, we are responders and we are people who lean in, generally speaking. And so we're probably going to hit most of it. But I do wonder what could or should we do in response to what's happening in order to take full advantage? I, that's really the thought that I have. How do I take full advantage? How do I allow the Lord to really mold me and shape me in a season like this? That's good. Um, 
you know, you know, I've got, I've got some, some thoughts. I wanted to kind of um, maybe help us all understand what the changes look like. Um, I have some thoughts on, on changes that have occurred um, in this season, and I'll, I'll go through them quickly. And then on the backside of, of that, I do want to talk about what it looks like now to take advantage of this season. Um, here, here's what I think has changed. Number one, uh, our, our, our culture has slowed down like tremendously. It's unbelievable how everything has shifted from no more gathering in public, no more schools, lots of businesses shut down, um, et cetera. Um, you could put it this way. We have radically decluttered our schedule and, uh, man, what a, what a blessing that is. I recently finished a book by a pastor here in town. His name is John Mark Comer, pastor of Bridgetown Church here in Portland. Um, and uh, he wrote a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, uh, which I would recommend highly, actually, and uh, really spoke to me, actually, in the season, in the new year, uh, before COVID-19 was a thing. Um, and uh, it really, really spoke to me just about the value of being slow um, and I don't mean being slow in a negative way. The value of living life slowly. The value of allowing um, ourselves to take in what is around us. And not only from the Lord, but from the world around us as well. People, experiences, etc. Um, and I think this is a blessing from God. This radical decluttering of our schedule is a blessing from God. And like you said earlier, Rick, I hope I never go back to how it was before. Um, here, here's some other changes that have happened besides just the radical uh, decluttering of our schedule. Um, there is friction between family members or anyone else who is living in close proximity. It's funny, these are the folks that we are typically the, um, the closest to relationally. Um, I mean, if you're not married, I would, you know, most people live with somebody. I know that some people live alone, but that wouldn't be the majority. Um, you're, you're with someone in proximity all the time now. And because of that, there is friction and it's in that friction. God would like to speak to you or to me about our hearts. So you've got the decluttering of our schedule. You've got the friction that just happens naturally by being around somebody all the time. You've also just got tons of change. And when there's tons of change, things happen in our heart. Change actually could be, um, rendered as loss, no matter what. Even if the change is a promotion um, or, you know, a raise at work or whatever, um, it's, it's a change that you, you've lost something. Now, hopefully you're able to redeem that and to think the right way about it, but change equals loss. There's no doubt about that. And because of that, it starts to kind of scratch the surface of our heart and, and really begin to show us what's going on in our heart because of that change. Um, and then there are things that are actual just plain loss in this season. Um, Health-wise, um, people are dying. There's, there's no doubt about that, and that's incredibly hard to deal with. Uh, but there, there's so much other loss. All of the students, um, I was a college baseball player, so I've been kind of tracking uh, what this um, pandemic has done for college athletes. Um, and it's crazy, all of the negative things that are coming out of it. Now, there's some positives too, but there's a lot of loss. So you've got change, you've got loss, 
Um, and, and then just the fear of the unknown itself. It, these, these are things that cause us to, um, to start to, res- to respond or to react to life. And, and here's what God is doing through it all. He's bringing to the surface what is brewing underneath. He's bringing our fears, our doubts, our worries, our anxieties. If I could use even a biblical term, he's bringing our idolatry to the surface, things that we would trust in instead of him. He's bringing that to the surface through all of these things. He's allowing this change and this loss and the fear of the unknown and the friction and even the slowness of our schedule where we're forced to just be with kind of our own thoughts, the financial hardship that has come and the, all the health-related stuff that has come. And, um, and then you've got, you know, some people might make light of this, but it's the truth. You've got extroverts who are confined at home, and then you've got introverts who have people around them all the time. Nobody's winning in that scenario. Um, and then, of course, there is just some isolation for, for people. I, I do recognize some are completely alone, and they feel that. They feel isolated and distant in this season. You throw all that together. And by the way, Rick, that's not an exhaustive list, right? These are just things that are happening now. Right. But, but in these things that are happening now, my point is God wants to use these things. He is using these things to bring to the surface, those things that are underneath the surface that we wouldn't have seen because we were going so fast, running so hard, doing so many things and living life the way we had lived it for so long. Because of all the change, this provides an amazing opportunity to really see what's going on in our hearts. And God is partnering with us. The Holy Spirit is partnering with us to to show us what's going on so that we can deal with it the right way. Yeah, I think that's so good. It's, again, just so important for us to first and foremost take stock of what is going on that way because you can't can't get where you're going uh, if you don't have two things going for you. One, if you don't know where you're supposed to end up. And then two, if you don't know where you currently are. (laughs) So, like, you can know I need to get out of the jungle, but if you don't know where in the jungle you are, getting out of the jungle can be very challenging. And so I love, I love the framework that you've laid out here. Um, what, would be, what would be like uh, two or three things that you would just encourage people to, to do once, once they've kind of taken stock of this? What, you have a, what's your personal response to this? Yeah, and again, this is exactly why we're doing this podcast today, because we're all in the same boat in one way or another. How do we respond to it? Um, you know, it's simple, right? We pray, we spend time with the Lord, and we allow him to change us. <laughs> um, th- that's, that's what we do. But, but here's, I don't want to sound trite. Um, some things are simple, but not easy. And I think that those three things are simple, but not easy. It's easy. Um, to to explain it, not easy to live it out. What is prayer? Prayer is truly a conversation with the Lord. Um, here's what my prayers have looked like over the last few weeks, as the Lord has shown me what's in my heart, those things that need to be removed. Um, and I don't say that, you know, to make it sound like I have this figured out. I don't. I'm sure that there's a lot more stuff in me that the Lord would love to remove. 
but he has absolutely been showing me things that uh, are a part of my heart, are a part of my kind of default thinking, are a part of my life that he would like to adjust or even remove. And, uh, and so prayer looks like this. Lord, I got really mad at Mo yesterday. I don't like that. I'm not exactly sure what set me off. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I know that I'm thinking the wrong way. And I can start to reflect and actually take a look at the whole scenario. And the Holy Spirit is such a great leader, such a great partner. Um, and and what, he, what he does is he shows us what's going on. And he'll, he'll actually start to tell me, well, you got mad at Mo because of this. And you're thinking wrong here. Yeah, there's an assumption you made. And, and he'll start to, to just start to unpack it. And I, and I think, well, I, I've thought that way for, you know, 15 years or however long it's been. And okay, I can't think that way anymore. That's, that's how it starts to play out. Prayer becomes, here's what I'm experiencing. Here's what I'm seeing. Now, God, what do I do about that? What are you saying about it? What does your word say about it? What I'd like 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 to know is why is it in those times that the answer never comes back like, well, Mark, you got upset with Mo because she was being a dum-dum, you know? It's like the Holy Spirit never jumps in and says, <laughs> Holy Spirit never jumps in and says that. The Holy Spirit's always like, well, well, Rick, you know, you got upset with your wife because, well, because you're selfish and because you need to change some things. And I'm like, well, what about her? <laughs> okay. That's so funny. Well, there's two reasons for that, Rick. Number one, our, our wives are perfect. And then number two, um, actually, the Lord talks to us about us. He doesn't talk to us about other people. And so, so um, he's going to talk to me about me and uh, probably not going to show me a whole lot about what's happening with Mo because he's on his own journey with her. And so, um, yeah, it's good. Um, but I have found in a season like this, the Lord is yelling at me. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. I mean, he's saying so many things and it's so clear. It seems like he's, he's yelling at me. Um, and, and it, it, I just want to hear it. I just want to take it in. I'm trying to, I'm trying to journal. And it, you may not be the most reflective person on planet Earth. If you're listening to this and, and even the word journal just makes your skin crawl, um, that's okay. I, just have a pen and a, and a piece of paper ready. And when the Lord speaks to you, write it down. You don't have to be a journaler, but you do need to record and write down what the Lord says to you. That's a really important discipline in life. And, and I know he's speaking. He is, he is speaking so clearly. And it's because of all of those things that I mentioned, all of the change and the loss and the finances and the health and everything, because of all of that, he is speaking. There's stuff coming out of our heart that I'm telling you, it, we couldn't see it before because we were just living life like, like we always have. Um, I actually liken this season, Rick, to an extended season of fasting. Um, the, the external changes are that dramatic. Fasting is, you know, not eating and, um, and prayerfully setting aside time to just be in the presence of the Lord. This is so similar if we'll take advantage of it. So good. So good. I think these are just such key thoughts. Um, I love it when people don't turn off their notifications on their computers so that it interrupts the flow of a podcast. Um, So guilty. I am so guilty. But 
Um, so important for us to take time to reflect, to think through um, what God is doing in our lives so that we can uh, put our whole heart and energy into responding obediently to what he's asking us to do. And, and one of the things that you said that just jumped out at me as I, I've thought it a number of times during this season is God is allowing our idols to become so clear to us. And um, quite frankly, that can be uh, a little bit of a painful journey. Um, and so I guess I just want to say for just a moment to those listeners out there, maybe you have actually been really listening to the Lord during this season, and maybe there's been some challenge in that, in that you've become maybe a bit discouraged along the way because you, there is that moment of awareness where you become fully aware of what God is showing you. And there is sadness, there is discouragement, there is um, you know, there there can even be moments of feeling hopeless in the situation um, if it's before the Holy Spirit has come in to breathe life into that thing. But to know that the Holy Spirit is always exposing things um, to give you hope for a future and not to harm you. And so I think that it's helpful to remember, even in the midst of those moments, that God is only showing you things because he truly wants he truly wants what's best for us. So he's going to walk us through those things. And so um, I just love, you know, what you're saying is to take stock of the things that are being changed and we uh, maybe things that we have lost in this process, things that have been dramatically changed. And then before we just go willy nilly adding things back in to our lives is um, setting up a gate to say, do these things get access once again into my life? I had them in my life because it's kind of what everybody was doing. But now that things have stopped and things have been eliminated, now I need to think through what do I need to allow readmittance into my life as things begin to go back, as we kind of get eventually to the other side of this thing. Um, and that's done through time in the presence of God time of worship just to get our heart perspective lined up. And then I love what you're saying about journaling. Um, they actually link the physical act of writing to helping rewrite new pathways in your brain. And it's such an important part of the process is the way that we think. It's very important that we would learn to some level the discipline of journaling so, gosh, thanks so much, Mark, for everything that you have offered here today. I think you've given everybody a bunch to kind of chew on today. That's today for all you listeners. Thank you for taking time to listen in today. And uh, really, and just encouraging you to, um, yeah, send us some thoughts, uh, feedback on, on the episodes as you're listening. And also, if you have ideas for uh, topics or things that you would like covered in future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. You can send that information to me at rickm at manahouse.church. And uh, also, if you'd be so kind as to uh, share and share alike. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast and you've made listening to our podcast part of your kind of uh, weekly routine, I'd love it if you would like, share, comment, uh, add a review. Um, just help us to get the word out to other people and uh, share it with your friends, talk about it. And uh, just to help us get the word out to people as our goal really is to just provide tools and resources to those 
in the local church. And with that, we just say a big hearty God bless you and have the most amazing day.